0: Welcome to I'm Possible, a podcast committed to reducing mental stigma one conversation at a time. Each week, I join teens from all over the world and have a discussion on all things mental health. I'm your host, Elif Kaya, and this is I'm Possible. besties i hope you're having an awesome day i'm joined today by reese from south africa Ifemi and godwin from nigeria I'm, i'm thrilled
1: to have you here welcome to the show
2: thank you for thank you for having me
1: thank you for having us i'm so excited to be here
0: yay so can everyone introduce themselves briefly we can start from reese
1: sure so my name is reese so my person name is lungile I'm from Cape Town, South Africa, but I'm currently based in Dublin, Ireland. Um, A little bit about me, I'm a social entrepreneur or youth activist. And currently I'm working a lot within refugee and migrant rights, specifically from African communities.
3: So my name is Oluwani Femi Downsi. I am a 18 year old student, change maker and digital creative. Um, I'm the founder of Teens World Empowerment, um, which is basically a nonprofit organization aimed at bridging the workforce opportunity gap um, between young persons from low income communities by combating lack of quality education. And I'm also a global team leader as well. Thank you for having me.
2: Hello, guys. Uh, my name is Godwin Kevin I'm from Nigeria.
3: I am 19 years old.
2: I am an anti spanking activist global team leader, and um, the founder and executive director of Inspire for Greatness. So what my organization does is to connect young people and their passions to a powerful community that helps them create social impact. Thank you for having me.
0: That's amazing. Welcome again, everyone. So I think we can start with our first question. What does mental health mean to you?
2: All right, I'll just jump right in. Um, so for me, mental health, We you know, what what is mental health? Mental health is... The state of well-being, where an individual can cope with the normal stresses of life, you know, what life um, throws at them, you know, daily.
1: Yeah, I might also agree. I think um, one thing I really like about modern day is how we're speaking a lot more about mental health and rather than mental illness, Um because mental health is really something that is an experience for every single person who has a brain or has a mental status, I guess. Uh, So it's really just where you're at, I suppose. Mental health doesn't necessarily need to mean you are mentally stable or mentally at your best, but rather monitoring and um, coping with where you are.
3: Yeah, that's true. I agree with Reese and Godwin as well. I agree with them. I just basically feel like um, mental health can revolve around emotional well-being, behavioral well-being as well. Um, just basically um how people think, feel and behave. Because I feel like mental health revolves around that. Um, not necessarily a mental disorder, but just necessarily um mental health, like the name implies.
2: Of course, of course. And, and you know, coming into, you know, it, mental health in African communities, it, it goes, it spreads. It means a lot of things to a lot of, you know, people in various communities. Some people don't even know what it is. Some people know what it is. Some people don't even realize they have to watch out for that and, and try to um, have a stable mental health. You know, they just keep going and going and going and they even forget they are humans at some point. So I think... It it's, it means a lot to, to, to people here in Africa and, you know, all around too.
3: Yeah, that's very true, Godwin. I really agree with Godwin. Um, seeing that we're both from Nigeria, I feel like we have the same perspective on um, the Nigerian community or Africa as a whole basically just sees mental health. So when you tell your mom, for example, in a typical African home that, hey, mom, I need to take care of my mental health, they feel like you're one, lazy, um, because Africans, or <laughs> let me just use the word Nigeria, so just basically <laughs> yeah, so it like africans or nigerians just basically feel like bro you need to work hard work your ass out um literally just work hard work hard work hard um to the extent where you're, you're you yeah know i mean like it's showing they feel like hard work is um suffering if i can use that word and so they don't really prioritize mental health and i'm really glad we're talking about this because a lot of young nigerians are really going through a lot but they can't come out to, to say oh i have mental health issues because they, everybody think the moment you say mental health issues nigerians automatically feel like you're mad basically
2: yeah i couldn't agree with him better you know um that's been said and everything that goes on there like mental health but you're weak like what are you saying like you gotta work hard you gotta get this and get that and just keep going and you just feel like you're a machine because society doesn't really look at it and doesn't really put much emphasis on mental health they just like get this done by this time we have to get this ready and just keep going 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 so it's something that i am like Let's talk about this. Let's get people informed that they have to, you have to look out for your mental health.
0: So um, as you guys said, mental health is more of like a state that we all have, and it doesn't have to be perfect. And sometimes we just have to find ways to cope with our struggles. And one of them is reaching out for help and talking to people about it. But from what Nifemi and God has said in African communities, that's not really an option. In Turkey, we unfortunately have this big stigma surrounding mental health, and that makes it hard for people to reach out for help and talk about it as well. And this is actually one of the reasons why I'm hosting this podcast. You guys are based in South Africa and Nigeria, and I was wondering if that negative stigma um, exists there as well. And like, how is mental health perceived in African communities? I know you guys have talked about it, but can you give me some examples from your personal lives, maybe?
1: Sure, maybe I can give the South African perspective now. I feel that South Africa is very interesting when it comes to not only mental health, but healthcare in general, um, because we're not only one of the most advanced nations in on the continent in regards to that industry and the talent of our doctors. I mean, the fact that we were responsible for of discovering the Omicron COVID variant, um, even though we were screwed over for that. But anyways, that's another day's story. Um, I feel that the conversation has really opened a lot in South Africa, and we're definitely one of the more liberal um, and open countries when it comes to speaking about mental health, or at least on the African continent. But that doesn't mean that we're nearly far enough or where we could be. I think one thing, the experience that people have realized is mental health is a struggle from everyone, but people don't necessarily look at it the way they should just because the experience of so many South Africans is so alike in their hardship that it's sort of felt if you aren't feeling an intense level of stress or fear or anxiety—you kind of aren't normal. Um, so, kind of living in this the constant state of mental not well-being has become normalized, which is a really bad thing. I think for me, one um, in my own experience, I'm diagnosed with OCD, and it took me a long time to actually look into that, just because I thought. You know what? Well, oh, I never, I, I never looked at that sort of side of myself as being a problem. I thought that it was a common occurrence because I saw many other people in my class and in schools who were acting the same way as me, and I didn't really recognize the danger I was putting myself through without without reaching out for help. Yeah. So I think also just the the culture in South Africa because it's so different and racial tensions are still there and we are so unequal in, in all different ways. There's stigma, not only between um, getting, reaching out for help, but also like the things attached with that, whether um, some communities think that it's too Eurocentric to go to a psychiatrist and one should just deal with their problems by their own, or yeah, people turn to more traditional medicines or things like that rather than reaching out for professional help?
3: Well, um I mean I feel like Nigeria isn't um there yet in terms of health care, but um revolving around mental health and the stigma, I feel like we're where the I want to use a phrase, where the orgas of um, spreading stigma around mental health and organ means boss, like we're, the, we're leading. Um, because a typical African mom or a typical African parent is over religious. Permit um, me, I feel like Godwin can relate um, and Reese as well. So if you tell them, hey, mom, I'm having anxiety, or I'm having this, I need to see a doctor or something, they're like, blood of Jesus. No, my child cannot be having anxiety. Um, they literally don't even know what anxiety means um but off the top of their head they feel like anxiety is one like it's they feel like anxiety is madness so when you tell when you tell an african mental health what comes to their head is madness um we're not really there yet in terms of talking about mental health publicly there's just very few people who talk about how my mental health is and there are very few organizations that really um and um, like talk about mental health so where, in terms of where we are on a mental health scale if i can use that phrase we're really behind because you could you cannot go to um some parts of lagos or some part of august state so or let's talk about even state so august is like um not a developed city yet so you can go to you cannot go to state and tell them i'm having mental health issues they would literally just pray for you and take you to deliverance um and that's how bad it is
2: <laughs> um, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if I, I. I want to laugh at this point because it's actually, he just like he, he the way he just put everything from the very beginning down here. You actually, Are you meant <laughs> you pray for you overly religious people and you know not having. Um, knowledge on on um, on mental health. My story: I was bullied in high school. It's quite funny because if you look at me right now, you'd be like, "What? You went through that?" Yes, I went through that, and I was told to man up, toughen up, boy. Um, classmates would push me, take my money, and do all sorts of things. And you would go and report to your teacher, hoping you get some, you know, justice done. But the teacher turns back and curses you out, like. Talks to you and, and it's like, hey, you gotta toughen up. Your mates are pushing you down, push back, or all of that. It, encouraging this vicious cycle and people just grow up to be wild. And that, that, that's where, like I said in the introduction, I'm an anti spanking activist. And that's where most of my advocacy comes in. You know, I first tell people to heal within themselves. You heal before you go out to, um, um, to address somebody or to help someone heal. So these people carry, kind of, it's, it's culture here, it's tradition. You look at the Bible, they tell them, oh, sorry, the Christians listening to this, I'm sorry. I just want to use this so that you get the point, so that you get this. Oh, spare the rod and spoil the child. And the, 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 the comedians talk about it, the pastors talk about it, they follow, they follow this and they're like, look, we're supposed to do this. This is how you're supposed to behave, this is how you're supposed to act. Look at your mates. Man up, you're 16, you're 18. 20, you get your shit together. And this person is just left alone to handle this thing, which is not very healthy. You, you accumulate a lot. It's not very healthy. And I, I just wish we, we just have a change of mindset. Like some like a kid now can't go to his mom, like the family, say, have mental issues. They're going to pray for you. They're going to say, oh, this is what's happening. Oh, are you okay? Let's go for deliverance. You need therapy, not deliverance. So this, this, this is what's happening and, and, and I'm, I'm doing while we're walking, you're walking Elif, good job what, what you're doing, all of us here are walking, we're experiencing this, we're trying to change this. So yeah, hopefully at some point we in Africa because the, 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 the condition of mental health in Africa is something nothing to write them about and it's, it's, it's sad where we are and where we're heading to.
0: It's really sad to see that stigma exists in several countries and probably around the world. Um, And that it affects everyone daily. Um, Why do you guys think that this stigma exists and what can we do to undo that negative stigma and create a society that allows for more open conversations and treatment about mental health?
1: I think uh, what I can, My sort of views on it is that one of the biggest problems or creations of the stigma is that people, especially African people, think that there's bigger issues to address first. Which I guess is a valid way of thinking, because if you look at the issues we're facing on the continent, like poverty, drought, um, crime, it's all things that take a massive toll on your mental health. But I think the way we really need to look at it is that mental health isn't an independent event. And so it's not something as if you need to fix one problem and then only once that's fixed, can you fix your mental health? Rather, it should be an open process that you can speak about throughout the the fixing of all different other problems. to make sure that you're not only fixing problems, but you're doing it with a a sustainable and healthy mindset at the same time. So that, you know what, you can build through these issues that are breaking down your mental health, but then you can build your mental health at the same time. So I guess sort of build both walls at the same time instead of building one at a time, if, if I'm making sense, I don't know.
3: Yes, you are making sense, Reese. You are making a lot of sense. Um, I always say something. So, until we change our paradigms as Africans, we cannot change our world. We cannot create change. We cannot change anything. It starts from the mind, the paradigm. We need to have a paradigm shift. Like, we, we, I mean, Godwin and I have been going back and forth on how you, they will tell you, you need know, the difference and all. Um, it's actually really rampant. Yo. Um, but this is as a result of the idea they have of mental health if you can change that, if you can have dialogues I feel like firstly to solve any problem you need to attack the problem from the root which we're aware of as change makers now the root of the problem mental health firstly is about mindsets. that's it I would love to use the word no cap it's about mindset um, so when we can understand what kinds of minds these people have and we can understand how to change this mindset then we can successfully well not 100% but in a way eradicate or limit um, the stigma that comes with mental health um, or that surrounds mental health so for example um, people around me are beginning to understand that mental health isn't um, doesn't mean you you're mad or you're running mad or anxiety doesn't mean you're not a good christian because i've been able to communicate with them and tell them this is what's happening this is this and this is that because um being a young founder starting an organization at 13 literally um i feel like i can i have first-hand experience of this stigma that comes with mental health um because like godwin said the the key phrase is be a man be a man uh, my teacher, I would, I would meet my teacher and say, "Oh, my organization, uh, my volunteers are doing this and that." And they be like, "Be a man, strong your face." That's the word they use. Um, be a man. You don't need to smile. Um, you don't need to cry. You don't need to show pain. You don't need to even talk about pain. And this is this is what is really killing a lot of Nigerians um, in terms of it's really messing up with your mental. Because you go to a teacher, you go to your mom. A boy beats you up, and you go to your mom and you're crying, and I tell you, be a man, and I'm telling you to beat your own back. And that's how it is, everywhere across Nigeria. Well, not everywhere, but it's really, really um, rampant that, for example, maybe Godwin sends me a message on WhatsApp and he says, hey, I hate you, for example. And I go to my mom and I say, see this message this boy sends me. And I'm crying and they're like, are you, why are you behaving? So the word now is, why are you behaving like a girl? That's it. And that's the stigma that revolves. I feel like boys also in Nigeria a lot of mental issues but cannot talk about it because of the idea that society has um, of men oh,
2: I, I agree that what do you think so if I would like to add love yourself enough love yourself enough you like you you care about what people think than what you what you think about yourself <laughs> it's the craziest thing like you're like oh he did this to me oh you listen to them love yourself enough understand Going to realize you have this problem and set out that I'm going to do something about it and seek for help. You don't have to do it alone. No, you don't have to do it alone. There are people. There, like Ifemi said, people are slowly realizing that look, mental health isn't madness. Isn't that like, it? Is not. It doesn't mean you are mad. We actually seek for help and ask for help. That is when you've you've loved yourself enough to not even think about what they will say because they're they're gonna be like, you're going to the sidecatcher, what's wrong with you? For help. Don't walk around acting like, oh, okay. They said I should do this, because you're not okay. You're not okay. You bully someone, push them down, you talk down on them. You're not okay yourself. Seek help. You don't have to do it alone. That is what I have to add there.
0: Thank you so much for the great message, Kaufman. And um, I feel like stigma in Turkey definitely has similar um, reasons. It also is because of lack of education and awareness. And hopefully we can kind of create that through these conversations and raise awareness. So do you guys have any other ideas um, on how we can help undo that negative stigma and create this kind of society where mental health is not stigmatized?
3: Well, I would say structures, because I'm really big on structures. So, um, well, change, when you're working with the older generation, change can be rather slow. However, you cannot neglect or not work with the older generation, we need to bring them along. We can't just keep talking about mental 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 without them understanding what we're saying, or without them understanding what this is about. So if we can come together with them to make um, decisions together and to change structures, to edit already designed structures that would really help so for example imagine i mean god and i for example imagine us walking to the governor of nigeria i'm sorry the governor of legal state or the president of nigeria and saying hey how are you doing so this is the idea we have for our mental health and this is a solution that we have and he says, oh, this is a nice solution so let's implement this on a grassroots scale and a global scale and then because of we already have uh, access to the president, he goes to, for example, a United Nations conference that other presidents attend, and then he shares this idea, and these presidents come together to implement this idea. So we really need to work with the older generation. in As much as we don't like to, we necessarily need to work with the older generation.
0: So does your culture have some kind of um, special practices or traditional practices that help with your sadness anxiety and bad experiences or other troubles
3: community is, is what makes us Africans or what makes us Nigerians um, because community um, many most of the things or most of the what makes me um, continue to improve or continue to do the work that I do is because of the kind of community that I have. Not necessarily church community, not necessarily street community but just community in terms of family, in terms of this, in terms of that where you can literally go to them and say oh I've gone broke um, from doing projects and they are like oh you're doing, a, you're doing a nice thing, you're doing this it's really um, funny how just one sentence can literally change our day or change our mood or change our feeling so one of of the beautiful things um like god said pray but yeah one of the beautiful cultures is community because even even in prayer you have people who come around from church but we've not seen in church today what's going on in as much as they don't necessarily target mental health um but they know that they're aware that people go through a lot so they they come in groups and they say oh what's going on are you fine are you this and from church groups from school groups for whatnot, and then it's beautiful because the I mean Nigeria or Africa is um revolves around community
0: yeah I think in Turkey we have a similar thing community and family is really important and that kind of social togetherness even indirectly like even if it's not necessarily for our mental health it definitely helps us cope with our bad experiences better so before we wrap things up, we have one last question. What is a one sentence that you would like to share with our audience today?
3: Yes, I do. Actually, Please I've go got mentioning it before and I would love to scream it. I want to shout over the roof. You are not alone. You're literally not alone. You're not the only one going through that issue. We're together in this.
2: Change our mind, our mind, change begins when you understand you have a problem and you look for a way to find a solution. Change begins when you find what's most important to you and go after it.
1: Definitely. I think mine I won't make as inspiring. I think I'll make mine more real and I come, guess on, I'll say, come on, <laughs> <laughs> I guess I'll, i guess this is something I would have wanted to hear. Um, when I was getting diagnosed and everything. I guess, you know what? It's 2021. It is, yes, it's still 2021. At this stage, like, with online media and everyone talking about mental health and it becoming such a growing raise of interest and concern, which is a good thing. You know what? Like, having a mental health problem is normal it's kind of expected we aren't living in a world where things are perfect or things are made to protect your your mental well-being at all times so really there's no shame in, in reaching out it makes you human
0: Thanks for tuning into this week's episode. If you enjoyed it, be sure to follow or subscribe on the platform you're tuning in from. Tune in next week for another episode where we break the barriers of mental health and turn the impossible possible. Until then, take care.